Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Now, by the way, apparently FPOST terminals are down nationwide after an outage, so be mindful of that, and we will keep you up to date on that. Also, in traffic, State Highway 18, Upper Harbour, motorway due to a car fire on State Highway 18. That's blocked just after Green High Road off-ramp westbound. So avoid the area if possible or allow time delays. That is State Highway 18, the Upper Harbour, just after the Green Hyth Road off-ramp westbound. Today on the programme, Ukraine's President Zelensky beams into New Zealand Parliament. We discuss that. Petrol to rise 25 cents from the end of summer. Half price public transport. Goodbye to that next year. Was the $1 billion of government money well spent on that, do you think? Do you want half price public transport to be permanent? 2101 to text. Review into the Lynn Mall terror attack out this afternoon. The attacker locked up for so long it greatly increased his radicalization. Also on the panel, world first legislation to outlaw smoking for our future. Critics say it'll kick off a black market. Some say it's overly punitive on smokers, classist even, or is it a brilliant step? And if you're a smoker, how do you feel about it? Text me, 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. Also today, seat belts in cars are mandatory. Why aren't life jackets? With me this afternoon, Nwanthi Samarakone, a business executive, company director. Nwanthi, kia ora. Good to have you back. Yep. Kia ora was. Wonderful to be back. Thank you for also, having me. A pleasure. Also today, David Slack, producer of the Daily Newsletter, More Than a Feeling. David, welcome. Nice to be here, Wallace. Uh, kia ora, uh, Nuanti. We're uh, in three different locations. Listeners may have picked up from the different <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you're in the studio, <laughs> David, the only one. Nuanti on Zoom. I'm here broadcasting from the beautiful bay in the cottage at the bottom of the garden. And by the way, David, you broke the text machine last time saying that you don't wave to cars at roundabouts. You're still, doing, you're still not doing that? Actually, one of your keen listeners, she's probably out there right now. Hello, Sonia. Stopped and made a very good big pronounced point of stopping at the pedestrian crossing for me yesterday and, and it's a it's an enduring topic i suspect actually i had another instant one for you that i that i just occurred to me right now do people pref- pronounce the word eftpos or eftpost which I, I I believe I detected in your enunciation. Oh, keep it coming two one zero one. I know I can I can tell you right now the right answer. It's FPOS. right? Yes. A, a big a big show coming up. at first though, it's been a year of sport, hasn't it? Rugby, soccer, cricket, netball, golf. We hear all about it. But what about disc golf? Why aren't we talking about that? Well, they are in Ashburton. It's way bigger than Hacky Sack ever got. 20,000 players in New Zealand growing rapidly. And there's a call to do something about the state of the grounds. Ashburton District Councillor and avid disc golfer with us, Phil Hooper. Kia ora, Phil. Kia ora, how are you? Very good. Now, before you laugh, before we all laugh, I hear that disc golf is becoming very, very popular. Am I right? It is indeed. It's very addictive. My uh, family members are well and truly addicts, no doubt about it. Yeah, I've heard of the addictive nature. Forget Fortnite, forget gaming. Apparently disc golf, very addictive. What's the issue in Ashburton, Phil? 
Look, it's not really a major, but there are a few sort of holes on some ground that Council gifted um, for the disc golf course. They, they're just enough to sort of step in and roll your ankle a wee bit, and you've just got to be a wee bit aware. But, I mean, when you are as addicted to disc golf as we are, you're <laughs> focused on, on that next shot or where you went wrong with that last one. And next thing you have trodden to a hole and over you go on the ankle. And, um, yeah, it's not ideal. But uh, we have some solutions in place. Yes. So um, the disc golfing fraternity will be happy in the Canterbury. Phil, never underplay a rolled ankle. Uh, nothing hurts like a rolled ankle. But I believe this um, Ashburton Disc Golf Course, it actually opened late last year. Yes, yep. Um, and how's no, it going? Yeah, yeah, it's going great. It's, it's more and more popular. It's right beside a big stadium and pool complex we've got in Ashburton. So when there's basketball tournaments or things like that going on, a whole bunch of kids are firing discs from the uh, the networks uh, stadium and out there playing. So you can turn up there on a weekend day, and there could be sort of up to forty people playing at any one time. Amazing. Can I just clarify something, Phil? Yeah. Um, is this a mixed use, or are you only using it for disc golf? It is a dog walking area primarily. And it's been converted and sheared now. So, look, that's just a common sense thing. If, if there's people walking dogs, you, you wait before you tee off, so to speak, just, just like if a greenkeeper was on the fairway at a normal golf. I, I'm just getting at the question of uh, what might be causing the holes. Like, um, is, yeah. is it that it was just not that well prepared to begin with, or is um, somebody creating them? It's, no, it's not being created. It was more just ground that's being gifted and kind of um, here's some area, do what you can with it, and it's a bit of a walk in, work in progress. All right, really. so it's a bit rough for now. Oh, look, it's only, it's only two or three holes, really, that you really need to, to worry about, but just as the grass sometimes grows up a bit on them, they can sort of hide the holes a wee bit, and if you're not watching ah, where you right, turn, right. that's when you're trotting them. Yeah, so... Nwanthi... Have you tried disc golf yourself? I have not tried it, but I have heard it's very addictive and it speaks to the very, um, well, actually the explosion in popularity. Well, I have to say, I've got to be honest, Wallace, no, I have not uh, played it. But, Phil, I think you might be selling it to me to at least give it a try. Let's give it a go. <laughs> um, I, and I, in terms of addiction, tell me, what is it that's so addictive about it, though? I'm, I'm curious. I, I think it's sort of like golf itself, you know. You, all of a sudden you get a par or, or you just release the disc really well and it flies nice and true. <laughs> But in saying that, if it doesn't fly true, then there's another disc that can help you out with that. My brother-in-law, for example, he has about 22 discs in his disc golf bag that he carries around the court. Wow. I play with with four. Not all that well. Um, I am, uh, my best score's uh, three under par. Um, But, yep, my um, very addicted brother-in-law, his best score's, five under par, but I reckon 22 discs versus four, I'm doing all right. So Who would have thought, David? Who would have yeah. thought, David, uh, 20,000 plus players in New Zealand? 
Yeah, well, look, we we love to play any damn game, so I'm yeah. not all that surprised. Okay, and and it's a, it's another way to be a good walk ruined if you use yeah. the old axiom. But I, I'm with Phil. It sounds like a bit of fun, actually. Very good. Hey, Phil, very good. Thanks for being with us uh, from Ashburton, and uh, take care. All the best, and uh, try and avoid those uh, rolled ankles in the wonderful uh, disc golf course there. Come and give it a try. You will absolutely love it. And, yep, we've got one of the best courses in Canterbury, I reckon. That could be a wee oh, bit fantastic. Wide, Amazing. <laughs> there you go. Ash Wallace, Burton. can I just ask one yeah. quick question? I slightly thought about this. Sorry. Yeah. Or maybe it's something for us to ponder about. Um, you mentioned, you know, you share it with the dogs as well. And I know in Auckland, and I'm not alone in this, you know, lots of people don't pick up after their dogs. So... Do we have that issue down in Ashburton as well when you when you're sharing no, no. that space? No, 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 we don't. We've got a couple of uh, really nice little um, areas, or sort of, uh, I don't know. Um, you can grab some scoopy. They are. I had a look at them the other day. They've got two pieces of cardboard, and it feeds into a bag, and you scoop up after yourself and deposit it in the rubbish bin beside it. There's two of those, and no, that is not the issue we're watching out for on the disc golf course. Right, good on you, Phil. Okay. Thanks for being with That's us. There, there you go. And who knows, in 20 years' time, disc golf may be an Olympic sport. Uh, a rolled ankle can 10 days later be diagnosed mm-hmm. as a spiral break, says Paulette. Not a lot of fun. Take care. Uh, loving the half-price public transport. I don't own a car. Public transport is necessary for me. We need to work on improving this across the country. We discussed that later. It's been big news, hasn't it, uh, this afternoon? All right, time for I've Been Thinking. Nuanthi Samarakone, take it away. Yes, thank you. I've been thinking about this whole year and the last, particularly the last month, and for me it's really about being grateful for the small things but also the big things and, and those things that are good and bad, but just taking life as it comes but simply sitting still and being grateful. It's nice and short, nice and simple, nothing too much to add to that, Nawanthi. Uh, it's just summed it up, hey, just, uh, uh, just what, live in the moment, counting your blessings? Live in the moment, yes, absolutely, and and appreciate, you know, and, and know that the journey we're on or the adventures we're on, really, good or bad, um, you know, comes and happens for a reason, and we've just simply got to be grateful. It's actually harder than you think, isn't it, David? There was actually an arresting soliloquy in uh, from one of the improbable characters in White Lotus a couple of episodes oh, back, where amazing. he talked about uh, <laughs> the uh, the comparative. Um, advantage of this current time, even with its existential problems, and um, he waxed eloquent about it. I'm not sure I was entirely persuaded, but he, um, he he was making the argument that in so many ways we have it so much better than um, most of history. And uh, you, you can make the case. And on a sidebar there, The White Lotus is one of the best series I have ever seen. It's in my top five. Um, are you a White Lotus fan? Thank you, Noanthi. All right, David Slack, I've been thinking. Just wanted to share a little bit about um, my experience with antivirals, COVID antivirals, because I had uh, readers of my newsletter asking about it. I just sort of mentioned it without talking about the specifics of it. And uh, you know, I'm not I'm not a doctor. This is not medical advice. But I, I thought it might be helpful to um, describe what uh, it, it was for me, just to give people some maybe some guidance if they're wondering about it. And that is that 
when the COVID found me, we were on holiday, and so I uh, rang my doctor and asked if you know uh, it might be a good idea. Me being uh, somewhat health compromised, he thought it would be, so I was onto it, and uh, very f- swiftly improved my condition. I felt much better, much uh, within hours, and and I was good for a. You know, I, was, I was well recovered in a couple of days, well, no, three, four days, and. Energetic for about a week, and then I got the COVID re- the uh, Pavlo <laughs> Paxlovid rebound, and oh, yes. that really set me on oh. my feet. and And I was more than a month dealing with it. And what I discovered eventually, talking with my GP who had treated a lot of COVID, was that you do have this trade off with, with Paxlovid with antivirals, and that is that in order to s- s- protect yourself from grave harm, you are trading off the possibility that your immune system will be thrown completely uh, um, confused by this experience and won't quite know what to do, and so your recovery will be longer. So you've got a choice going on there, but the point, the the approach I took was you you just don't know where this thing can bounce. For many people, it's just a little snuffle, but occasionally it goes wrong in the worst way, and we know we've had more than 2,000 deaths now. And you don't want to play. You don't want to roll the dice with it any more than you have to. So I was. I'm. I'm happy that I chose the antivirals, and I'm still happier with it, even though I had a, more than a month of yeah. great frustration. It's quite extraordinary. Some of the stories eh, of those who have had it. For example, me. You know the the memory fog. Someone says my dog thinks that the frisbee on disc golf is thrown for him. The shared space for dogs <laughs> is not ideal. The disc golf people get very angry with the dogs. And the dogs don't understand why. Nwanthi Samarakone yeah. and uh, David Slap with me. Stay tuned. Lots to discuss right here just after four.